Welcome to Mandemic Mondays, the only podcast hosted by best friends who have nothing in common except their name. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian, and we are the Mandys. And every week we've been reviewing and debating the latest Netflix release and whatever else we're all doing to try to stay sane during this crazy time we love to call the Mandemic. The Mandemic. I've been informed that because it's mandemic we should say it separately. Like, we can't get our act together to say it together. <laughs> but we're oh, so a- talented and professional. <laughs> it's just, I know. that That's a good tip. Did they, did they have any other tips? Like, you know, makeup, health tips? Mostly about replacing you with Mandy yeah. Moore. I think it's a great call. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she's very talented. Love it. But in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck with you. Yes, you are. A uh, good week, right? Oh, Fabian. You have to say yes. <laughs> I do have to say yes. <laughs> so this week, we checked out Yes Day on Netflix, starring Jennifer Garner and Edgar Ramirez and directed by Miguel Arteta. Oof. Uh, yeah. Well, Tre you know. caliente when you say it that way. Muy caliente. <laughs> I combine French and Spanish. Yes. I, I forgot how to say you're welcome. Bienvenidos? I don't know. De nada. That's what it is. De nada. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yesterday, the basic premise is mm-hmm. that parents who find themselves, as we all do, saying no all the time, mm-hmm. or particularly mm-hmm. a mom who feels like she's the one who has to say no all the time, yep. um, agree to one day with their kids where they have to say yes to anything the kids want. And mayhem ensues. Yes. I, uh, the whole movie gave me an ulcer. Like the premise of it gave me an ulcer. Um, I didn't know, though, it was based on a children's book. Like in my head, I was like, I feel like this was a book, but I thought it was like a parenting book. Like one of those books that's like, you know what? You need to learn to give your kids a good time sometimes. But it wasn't. It was actually a children's book where a little kid like got to have pizza for breakfast. and, And overall, it was pretty harmless. Oh, I just realized we should be playing a drinking game where we take a shot every time we say yes. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh, how did we, we miss the boat on so that? stupid. Oh, <laughs> God, we don't deserve um, this. Well, I, uh, from the get-go, related mm-hmm. entirely to this movie. <laughs> and the mo- it opens with a montage of Jennifer Garner saying no to her children in about a hundred different ways that I have said it myself. And uh, I was smitten from the first frame of this movie. Oh, that's great. I love hearing that. So you hated I, it. I I didn't hate it. It it, it made me anxious. Okay. It ma- uh, I No, I liked like, you know, my kids liked it. It was good. It It left me a little flat. I also would, I didn't like the idea that I didn't even like the whole premise of like, oh, moms are supposed to be fun. Like, moms, (laughs) no, I didn't. I'm like, well, of course we're supposed to be fun, but like we are fun sometimes, but like you got to do the other stuff. You have to do it. Otherwise you're raising savages. I hate to interrupt. Um, Your kids are texting me the safe word right now. So (laughs) I got to come get them. You hate hate the premise that moms should be fun. Because I'm sorry, that little 14-year-old girl talked to her mom in a really crappy way. 
I did not like how she was speaking to her mother. Great actress, though. Mm-hmm. What's her? Jenna Ortega is her name. Mm-hmm. She is really talented, and I would love to cast her in my next film. So, Jenna, this is not on you. This is on the premise of the movie that, like, she talked to her mom like she was so crappy to her mom. And I get that you get to be a teenager. Were you Lord. not a teenager? Uh, I was terrified of my mom. <laughs> I would never, ever have spoken to my mother in such a way. I would never, ever have expressed anything but, like, respect and you are the master of the kingdom to my mother, at least in front of her, to her face. I am still apologizing to my mom. Like when I see something in a movie or in a book and a teenager's awful to their parents, I uh-huh. still call my mom and say, I know I did that to you and I'm so sorry. And my mom's perspective was brilliant. She was like, that was your job as a teenager. And it was my Aww. job not to take it personally. Oh, and she didn't somehow. But God, I was that's like, amazing. Ugh. I no. hate you. Shut up. Slamming the door in her face and then coming what? out crying. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. And then doing it all again the next day. Wow. No. Yeah. Uh, if I had done that with my mom, she I would have been like homeless. Like there's I, I couldn't live in her house and be that way. There's no way. God, you, you had to do everything behind her back. If you were going to do anything awful, it better not be to her face. This is turning into a therapy session, a much needed, <laughs> lovely therapy session. I can't believe after all this time, there's things you don't know about me. But you knew that about me, didn't you? A little bit. No, I didn't know you didn't mouth off to your mom. I knew that you were an obedient child. and uh, Yes. but And I can never say when I disagree with someone. Right. Like I can't accept like, me I, all the time, all the time with you. But I feel <laughs> it's just my safe space. <laughs> You're wrong, asshole. <laughs> yes. Um, but did you relate? I mean, as a parent, you're watching her say, oh, yeah. no, 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 absolutely not hard. No, don't do that. Don't do that. And I was like, I feel like, yeah, especially with younger kids, you know? Yeah. No, I, I totally related to that. But I, I was also like, yeah, she's supposed to make their her kids do their homework. And I guess because my kids sometimes like they're still not sometimes doing their homework. And I I feel like they should be taking responsibility for that. And and I like it's it made me go like she's right. I don't mm-hmm. like the premise that she's somehow wrong and we have to have a yes day to make her right. Like she's right already. She's doing what she's supposed to be doing. I agree with you, but I don't think she had to have a yes day to right her wrongs she desperately needed to do it for herself it was her journey yeah and we see in the absolute opening credits that she used to be a daredevil and live life and travel and jump out of airplanes and now she's just a very uptight negative mom yeah so she needed it and i and i was in love with her from the first frame jennifer garner was so charming in this movie i 100 percent agree and actually by the end like i was so weepy at the the last by scene. the end, uh, well, no, no, I I thought she was very very charming all the way through. Like I did love the conceit of it of them like eating the ice cream, and I love the big water balloon fight. And right. even though it was very big and very unrealistic, and you know it was giant movie right thing, but I liked it. Yeah, I I I liked what they were doing a lot, and I thought she was so charming. I totally agree. So you got weepy at the end. Uh, I wrote yeah. down. 12 minutes and two seconds is the exact moment I started crying when they showed the son's movie that he turned in for class, <gasps> comparing his mom to dictators. <laughs> no, and I don't... she's watching it 
crestfallen and I started to cry and I don't think I stopped through the whole movie because I was so like my heart was warmed because I was charmed and then sad and then happy. And isn't that funny? Like my reaction was like, those kids don't deserve a yes day. You you would make a movie like that about your mother? Like, I, oh my God, seriously, I will haunt your dreams if you ever talk about me like that to your teacher. I, I mean, I know it was, it was for the movie. Right. I know that. Right. But it it was very extreme. I mean, they were so horrible to her that I was, I was, you know, but that's okay. That's, it just gave me, ang- but a lot of things gave me stomach aches, like watching all that ice cream get eaten. Oh my God. Oh, it just I, needed bacon and I would have been <laughs> all over it. <laughs> like the foam in the house, uh, the foam in the house. I was like, oh God, who's going to clean up that mess? It was really stressful, <laughs> which oh, is funny. So funny. Yeah. No, I didn't... Not in a negative don't watch the movie way. Right. In a, oh my God, what are they going to do about the interior of her car? I was completely swept away. I thought the music was fantastic. Yep. Their, their choices of music, uh, you know, the um, music supervisor who chose the music, but also like the score was perfect. Uh, the acting was phenomenal. My uh, issue w- where it, it cut me to the quick was like the idea that mom is the bad guy and dad's the fun one. And right. I wanted to, I'm sitting there watching it and thinking, yeah, I've wanted to murder my husband for that. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way? Are you joking? Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm always. I'm. I think I'm the only one who really cares whether they do their homework. Sometimes it's a good thing your husband doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, Daddy's the always. I mean, Daddy's got a bag of lollipops in his car. Do I need to say anything more? Oh, and I'm man. constantly monitoring like sugar and you know healthy foods and eat your salad and right. Yeah. No, I hundred percent. I, I relate to that. Yes. I think it's funny though because. You would think, I think of both of our personalities and parenting styles, you would think that I'd be the one who's like, yes, day. Yes. And it would be your worst nightmare because you're a planner. Yeah. And it's funny that we had different responses to the movie. Yeah. I don't think I'm as rigid. I'm scheduled. Don't get me wrong. We're never late. In a beautiful Virgo way. Oh, bless your heart. But with Casey, I think I am more the fun mom. And I and I have to take a breath sometimes and go, if he wants to have a pillow fight right now, instead of brushing his teeth, we're going to have a pillow fight. I'm going to go with it. Yeah. That's why I'm mother of the year. Yeah. Quarter inch. Yeah. Did you get your plaque, by the way? They're building a life-size statue of me in the town oh, square. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. Out of ice cream and bacon. It was a Britney Spears statue, right? But then they just had to cha- make a couple changes. <laughs> no, they really didn't have to change anything except the nameplate. True. I think you resemble her. Two weeks ago, I resembled the beautiful actress from Girl on the Train. How (laughs) high are you as we're doing this? So high. Yeah. Okay. Here is here's the thing. I'm going to blow your mind right now. You ready? Always. Speaking of Girl on the Train, bum, bum, bum. uh, You know, the 2016 version that I saw? I'm familiar. And did you see it? I don't remember if you saw it. Well, interestingly enough... The actor who played the dad in Yesterday, I was like, where have I seen him? He was in Girl on the Train 2016. Yeah. How, did you know that? Now that you say it, it's familiar. Oh, you're good. Boy, you're good. I can't even remember actual psychiatrists that I've had therapy with. And you remember a guy who played a psychiatrist one time. That's amazing. Well, I'm writing Edgar Ramirez's biography. 
<laughs> so, oh, good choice, Edgar. Yeah, that's great. I'm only at 2015, but I, I, I knew he played the psychiatrist yeah. in that film. Yeah, it's unauthorized, right? Of course, everything I do is unauthorized. Yeah. Hey yo, um, I forgot to ask the kids, uh, what they would do with their yes day. Oh, now I'm mad at myself. Mm-hmm. Right, I, my kids. To be honest, I think because I think their lives are a little bit like a whole yes day. <laughs> I know. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have so much fun and do so much stuff. I, I, like, OK, so Abby said she would go to Harry Potter world, mm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think Delilah said she wanted to go to the gift shop. I don't know what gift shop she's talking about, but she just wants to go buy gifts. OK. And then Magic Mountain, which we've never been. Oh, we're going as soon as this Fakakta yeah. pandemic is over. Casey yep. said he just wanted to cure homelessness and cancer. Is that right? That's wow. what he wanted to do with his yes day. What a kid. That's amazing. He's just huh. so precious. Feels like you had said that you didn't ask him and you're just making mm-hmm. that up to look at. I don't know. What it's now? A, nothing. You're, you're staticky. I can't hear you. <laughs> Uh, so we do have some special guests in the studio. We have Casey Clavens and Abby Fabian. Uh, guys, tell us what you thought of yesterday. Um, well, I thought it was a very good movie. Uh, a lot of the jokes were very funny and I liked it. Um, but I thought some of the events were a little bit too far-fetched and unrealistic. Like the big water balloon fight and the nerd party. Um... Yeah, that's my take on it. I would give it a 3.5 out of 5 stars. So, oh, okay. How about you, Abby? How about you? Um, I really 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 liked yesterday. I liked um the imaginary water balloon capture the flag fight. And also I thought it was a really good movie for kids and people of all ages. Okay, yeah, that's my report. Oh, and also uh out of 5 stars, I would give it 4.5. All right. Nice. Okay. Great. Healthy reviews. Yes. I had a moment when I was ready to murder him in the movie. It, it, it is something that Jer and I have agreed we would never do, and he did it. So it's like he broke the cardinal rule, and then I had a hard time like getting back on board with the character. It happened very early on. The daughter wants to go to the concert which is a big part of this movie she wants to go to a concert by herself and the dad basically says to her i think it's okay but if your mother says no then you can't go oh, right god damn it yes that's a classic move isn't it, it the judge would let us off if we murdered our husbands for something like that 100 percent. yeah how many mm-hmm. times have i said murder my husband in this one podcast <laughs> Does he listen? Oh, God, Jeremy's texting me his safe word. This is so (laughs) we have got to stop sharing our phone numbers with our family. (laughs) Well played, Fabian. Thank you. Call back. In terms of a kid's movie, uh, like this possessed some of the qualities that I love in good kids programming, like Sesame Street, where some of the jokes are really all about the kids. And some of them are just for the grown-ups. And I found a really nice balance. I thought the writer, Justin Malin, did an amazing job. I laughed out loud many, many times. And you did. did. Well, which parts did you? I, I, Yeah, we laughed. I'm trying to remember what we laughed at. Well, I loved the, her kicking her ass over the pink gorilla. 
the fight when they right. go to jail. And I actually thought that police officer was very funny. Yes. I wish I knew his name. He um he had yep. a show on Comedy Central, I think, for a while. Oh, he did? I think so. Yeah, the ca- the supporting cast was funny. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. um, Nat Faxon as the lunch oh. guy, hot tots, oh, lukewarm my tots. He was he was hilarious. I, you know, uh, Patrick did watch this with me because it was a family movie. Oh, mm-hmm. we all watched it together. And although I had to, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> this, we had that moment. We had that moment where I had said from the very beginning, okay, we're going to watch this movie Saturday night. You know, we're going to watch this movie. And we went to the beach on Saturday and Delilah really wanted to watch Raya and the Last Dragon again. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Classic did the like, well, maybe she could go. Maybe they could go watch Raya and the Last Dragon and we could watch like, you know, I, it was something horribly depressing because all the movies are so depressing right now. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, I think it was The Father, the Anthony Hopkins movie. Sure. Was like, you know, we could watch that and the kids can go watch. And I, and I was pulled into it. I was like, yeah, I guess I don't want to force any. But and then I was like, wait a minute. So I had to totally be a horrible bad guy and step in and say, no, we are watching this movie. We said we're watching this movie. I, you know, sit down and shut up and watch it. So I think they were a little lukewarm on it anyway, because they were like, well, it's no Ryan on the last dragon. But um, <laughs> that's because I had to force them to watch it with me. Right. Yay, me. I, but no, I think they ended up liking it. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. But and Patrick, too. Yeah, we we were found ourselves laughing. We were very and you're, you're right, Jennifer Garner, especially like when she's you know throwing those water balloons at her kids and just taking no prisoners and like when she got sassy, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I, she I, yeah. exudes that lovely energy that like you just want to hang with her. That and, she could get down and dirty. That she could be you know elegant. Uh, I just. Adore her. Love her. I do too. And did you know that she actually did a yes day with her children? I did not. Mm-hmm. You really have tapped into the research department here. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just something I do mm-hmm. 10 minutes before we meet. <clears throat> <laughs> what did what did they do on their yes day? Do you have any details? I don't think I have the details of what they did, but she did say at the end that she was exhausted. Uh-huh. That's well, all. Yep. Good fun fact from it's funny. Fabian. Yeah, I couldn't. My kids really couldn't. The most they could come up with was like, let's go to an amusement park or let's they really they didn't have anything that was like, well, first thing I would do is I would go, you know, to a restaurant in my pajamas or I would like, I, you know, the kids like made up her hair and put on her makeup and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know that my kids would make me wear a leotard and, you know, flippers. Right. I don't know that they would think of that. Maybe. Hold on. You are describing my deepest, darkest sexual fantasy. (laughs) Give me a minute with that. No problem. It was funny. You know, I was watching it with Casey and he's like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm taking notes because there's little things I want to remember to talk about with Mandy. And he said, oh, can you write down? I like the concept. The actors fit the roles they have. It's really good (laughs) casting. And I'm like, "I, I can write that down, sweetie. And then he started. He's so my kid. He's like a little Tracy Flick Jr. And he was like, "Mm, I feel like the mom switched personalities too suddenly. She needed more of a journey. These are his words. I'm reading his notes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was it it was just interesting. 
he wanted to be to watch it with a critical eye more so than he normally would. Yeah. Normally he would just enjoy it. And but I, I he saw me making notes. So, yeah, <laughs> that's so funny because when I asked Abby to review the movie like earlier, I was like, you know, she's like, what do you mean review it? And I said, well, you know, just like what you thought of it. <laughs> and she was like, well, I. Oh, I can't remember. I should have written it down. But she, she, I know she mentioned that there were good characters and there was a, a rising point, a rising action. She said had good yeah. rising action and that, and a heartfelt moment. And those were things. And I'm such a jerk. I was like, what heartfelt moment? <laughs> and she goes, that's a, the concert at the end. <laughs> With, and that person, her is real. Yeah, that artist. Have you I heard know. of her? I was like, I had to look her up, and I felt so old and out of sorts. Well, I I had heard of her, but I'm very my fingers very on the pulse, M- multiple pulses. So. Ooh, that gives me rising action. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so are we ready to give it a a manned job rating? Yeah, I I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say. Four and a half manned jobs, I would, because it's I like family movies, and the Nat Faxon really puts it over the edge for me. Oh, he's so funny. I love that a guy can come in and have a nothing role and make it so funny. We actually thought that maybe he wrote it because we were like, how did they get Nat Faxon for this movie? Right. And why was that role even in there? It felt like somebody was like, isn't there a way we could use Nat in the movie? Yeah. And they just wrote the part for him, you know? Yeah, it he could was funny. be. Love him. Uh, this is unprecedented. I'm giving it 4.5 manned jobs as well. I loved this movie. Like, I want to watch it again. You do? Absolutely. Because in our house, we we like to watch family movies, you know, not like tomorrow. But in a few months, I'm going to go, you know what we haven't watched in a while? And and this is in the rotation for sure. You're a double dipper? You repeat, you repeat watch movies? Oh my God, no. Oh God, yes. No, no. You've already watched it. Yeah. And if I enjoy them, I mean, there has been some real garbage over the years that I've had to watch many times with my kid. So when there's a good one. Yeah. Yes, please. I get it with a, uh, like a holiday movie or like a, like a rot, like when Harry met Sally, but I don't. I'm surprised that you repeat watch movies. Good for I you. I mean, hey, except thanks. for like nine to five and Tootsie. Obviously, you watch those movies every year, but I do love those movies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're in agreement. It was great. Yes Day is a yes. Go watch it. The Mandys say yes to Yes Day. Yep. Very goofy. Good fun. Really good fun. Really good casting. The movie was directed by Miguel, Miguel Arteta, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to, because I thought this is really interesting. I went and looked him up to be like, wow, what other family movies and stuff has he done? A lot. He's done a lot of great stuff. He's an amazing director. But what I love about him that is a mystery that I would like anyone who's listening, if they know how to solve this mystery for me, I would like to hear why this is. Miguel Arteta has 53 credits on IMDb and 32 of them are special thanks the producers would like to thank and for your thanks for your support and thank you right and i'm like what does miguel arteta do that he is the producers would like to thank and thank you like what is he doing for all of these other movies 32 that's over half of his credits are just thank you 
So I'm, I'd like to know, is there a Miguel Arteta foundation? Do I need Miguel Arteta's email? Like if I just need tips and tricks for when I'm directing my feature, you know what I mean? Like what, what's Miguel's deal? Is he like Warren Buffett's adopted son? Like what's going on with him that he is, how, why is he so generous or how is he well, so generous? I'll get to the bottom of it working on Edgar Ramirez's biography and I'll let you know. You. You're welcome. Hey, man, you know what I've been up to? Manscaping? <laughs> That's funny that you would say that. I actually did buy something to clean the earwax out of my ear because I couldn't hear in my right ear, and it worked. Didn't think it would, but it did. Uh, but no, I actually have been listening to Audible. Uh, and following With both Madeline ears Lund. now. With both <laughs> ears. Now I can actually hear the audiobooks that I've been getting, and I am loving it. I'm listening to The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Ooh. Have you listened to that one? It sounds like a sequel to Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, yeah, I guess you could. I guess you could say that. Why don't you just give it a listen and then it'll it'll straighten you out. <laughs> Way to yes and that. Yeah. Way yeah. to yes day that. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, but they they are amazing. They have everything. They have all these guided wellness programs, and they have other podcasts, and they have comedy, and uh, Audible's great. You can they have everything. I yeah, love it. Yeah, you download all these titles. You can listen offline on an airplane in the bathtub. It's totally free. You just download the app on your smartphone or your tablet. And then you can just listen anytime you want. And it keeps your place in line, which is like, you know, it's you don't have to dog ear anything. It's it's amazing. It's thoughtful as mm-hmm. well as practical. I which you know I love that. I do. Um yeah. And actually if people speaking of being thoughtful, we would like to offer you a free trial on Audible. You can go to www.audibletrial.com slash mandemic. You get a free trial, and with that free trial, you get a free book, which you get to keep. For the length of the time you have Audible. How about that? It's like Christmas for your ears. Yeah, you're welcome. And Happy New Year. So to balance out the family friendliness of the week, because we watched these mo- this movie with our kids and, uh, you know, it was... Mm-hmm. It was a bit much. So I yeah. went the other way and I have been enjoying an old chestnut called... Hollywood Wives by Jackie Collins, the trashiest trash heap of a novel. And I am loving it so much. I went from yesterday to like blowjobs and triple homicide on every page. Really? It It, is incredible. Is it fiction? Yes. God, I hope so. Yes. I don't know. It could be her real life. I don't know. So when I was in my 20s and I was going through a terrible breakup and I couldn't leave my apartment and I couldn't stop crying, my mom sent me Valley of the Dolls Mm, and said, mm -hmm. trust me, read this book. It will get you out of your funk. And I was like, (laughs) "Okay." And it became a new thing in my life since my 20s that when I'm going through a hard time or a friend is going through a hard time, I read something trashy and (laughs) it just gets you out of your head it gets you into a better headspace yeah so i you know i don't know if you've heard uh there's this thing called covid and sometimes i get a little blue because of (laughs) you know people dying so and not being able to leave my house so i decided to read hollywood wives 
somehow I had never read it in all of my trashy reading over the years. Wow, that seems impossible. It's like the early 1980s. And <gasps> it's oh, such all, a good time. Oh my God. It's all the hair, boobs, and shoulder and, pads. Yes, cars yeah. and bleach blondes, and everybody's sleeping with everybody wow. in this book. Every page, somebody is like cheating on their wife with her best friend and then going back to her wife <laughs> and then dying with his penis stuck in his girlfriend. I mean, literally, di- <laughs> like actually dying with like it. It was it for anybody for anybody who is feeling blue or down or like, oh, I just I'm so sick of the news. I'm sick of negativity. I highly, highly recommend Hollywood Wives. Wait, if you're sick of negativity, read the book about the guy having sex with his best his wife's best friend. Yeah. And yeah. And lots of homicides. There's Great. like a serial killer sprinkled throughout. So it combines <gasps> all my favorite things. Wow. And do they, uh, do they? Killers and blowjobs and. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, yes, that would be a good one. Um, that sounds really trashy and fun. I like that. It's I'm an... so well, much fun. You know what I've been into? That you're going to die when you hear this. I can't wait. And I don't even think I really knew it was this thing. Cause I would never, if you said, oh, it's a true crime podcast. I would say, no, thank you. No, thank you. Right. I would right. never you recommend know. one to you. Yeah. Right. Because I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear blood and guts and I don't, you know, but this, the shrink next door, have you? Of course. Okay. Well, see, I know, but I didn't know about it oh. until just recently. And I, yeah, I'm totally fascinated. I'm not, I'm not finished with it, but I'm very excited because I looked into it and well, you already know that it's a it was a New York Times reporter, mm-hmm. Joe Nocera, and he there's a guy who's a therapist. I, I feel embarrassed now. I feel like everybody in the world knows about this except except me. But there's a therapist who takes horrible advantage of a new patient and like takes over his life and destroys all of his relationships. Now there may be a twist at the end that I don't know about, so I'll let you know. Um, but it's being made into a movie. Do we have it? Wait, first, might I say the whole thing has a fantastic start where um, a guy moves to the Hamptons, right? Yeah. And he he meets his neighbor and the neighbor's like, oh, this is my house next door and I throw parties. I'll invite you to my next party and nice to meet you, neighbor. And then we find out that's the shrink. It's not yeah. he's taken over the life and home of yeah. this very vulnerable patient. Yeah. But and he doesn't so think it had me yeah. gripped from the beginning. Yeah. And the patient who actually owns the house is like the groundskeeper. Everybody thinks he right. works there. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So he he's comes over there. to invite. He's like the owner of the house, or I can't remember anybody's name, but would like to invite you to a party next weekend. And and the writer is like, oh, the groundskeeper came over with an invite. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's twisted. Yeah. It's really. And I was wrong. I'm sorry. I, we were actually wrong about a couple things. Moxie, this is a this is corrections because I want I want people to be able to believe everything that comes out of our mouth, everything, because oh. what we speak is hundred percent true. Mm. You love blowjobs and murders, so um, that was not a fake news. Um, the uh, Amy Poehler's directorial debut was Wine Country. It wasn't <gasps> Moxie. Oh, I apologize. No, you have to. I'm the one who said it was her directorial debut. 
And then, but it was Wine Country. That was the first movie. Okay. And then it was not a movie. It's going to be made into a TV show. The Shrink Next Door. Yeah. With Will Ferrell playing the guy. Playing the victim or the shrink, not the shrink. The shrink is very like Jewish Long Island-y. He's playing Martin Markowitz. He's playing the patient. Mm -hmm. And do you know who's playing Isaac Hirschkopf, the the shrink? Can I start guessing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Niecy Nash. No. Um, (laughs) Good guess. I want to say Chris Messina or someone very charming and Mm -hmm. like. Yes, he's very charming. Yes. Yes. And Chris Messina would have been great casting. This guy's very charming. Very charming. One of my faves. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has to be like 30s, New 40s. York. 40s. 40s. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm never going to match up with Will Ferrell. But see, this is the Steve thing. Carell. No, not quite that 40s. Oh, <laughs> but he would have been great. Can we Thanks. make a change? Can we call someone? He's too Oscar material for this. This is going to be good. A good fun romp. And Steve Carell is like, you know, doing serious work now. Right. Um, but Steve Carell and Will Ferrell and this guy were all in a movie together. Paul Rudd. Yep. <gasps> I know, right? Yeah. Oh, I want to so watch good. it right now. Yes. <laughs> I'm very excited. Oh, that's it's, very good yeah. casting. Yeah. That's right? dream casting right there. I know. Maybe you could get an audition to play the sister. Does the sister get to make out with Paul Rudd? I don't think so. I, th- I think that Paul Rudd's character really screws her over. And, and separates her from her Maybe brother. I could get work as a fluffer on set. <laughs> There's my girl. <laughs> there she is. You bet. <laughs> so, Even during COVID, you would be a you would be a fluffer during COVID. I feel like that would take all the magic out of it. You know what I mean? As, Having to like the, wear a mask and gloves. This fluffer by Pfizer. As soon as I'm fully vaccinated, sure. <laughs> all right, man. What movie are we watching? Compliments of Netflix next week. Oh. oh, no. Do you forget? Oh. Why do I, I put did. you on the spot? I'm sorry. I forgot. I got Operation so excited about it. Varsity Blues. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. I'm so, oh, my God. Okay. Because I'm so excited about that. And then I'm also excited about the movie we're, we're going to watch week after next. Because I we already have that one. We do? Oh, See, yeah, I forget we do. that one. Because I didn't d- tell you directly. I'm oh. beaming it to you with my <laughs> eyes right now. And we're going to talk about the trailer to it on, yes, on oh, Next on Reels. Saturday matinee. Sat Matt. Mm-hmm. Sat Matt. Here we yep. come. So, yes, Operation Varsity Blues. I am so excited. It it's is the story of the college admissions scandal. Yes. Oh, God. We are hitting a stride. I mean, mm. this is good content. I'm very excited. Me as well. And if anybody wants to reach out to us, they mm-hmm. can find me at Mandy underscore Kaplan underscore Clavens. And if you want to reach out to me, I'm on Twitter at MandyFab1 and on Instagram at MandyFab. No one. You should just know that. Not no one like I'm a no one. You know what I mean? Just at MandyFab, period. There's that no got period. away from you. It got away from you. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's, it feels like it should be easy, but it never is. <laughs> um, and, and fade out. Yeah. Hmm? We need to talk about Meghan Markle because there was somebody that reached out and asked us to, to tell our opinion on Meghan Markle. And we did not discuss it. So next week, we will do our due diligence. Thank you, listener. And we will discuss Meghan Markle for you. 
Wow. Because what could there possibly be to say about a movie about a college admission scandal? <laughs> you just pander to the people, don't you? Anything you want. I'm right here. 323-456. Kidding. <laughs> All right. Until All right. next week. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Daddy help you? Yeah. Okay. We had a real mom moment there. I know. Did she hear my fantastic rendition of my favorite things? (laughs) No, she didn't. (laughs) Oh, thank God for headphones. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I have to teach her about blowjobs eventually. I mean, I want her to be popular. I'm sure there's a a kids version of Hollywood Wives. Uh, She's read my journal. (laughs) 